On today's episode of The Holy Ghost in Me, I want to talk to you today about allowing God to mend your soul wounds. Have you ever heard of the term soul wound? Yeah, I didn't hear about it until a couple of years ago when my pastor started talking about soul wounds. I always thought it was an interesting topic because it's not something that you think about. It's essentially a place on the inside of your mind that is hurt and has never healed. It may be hurt because of cruel words, actions of a parent or a friend, but even though we think it has healed, it is still wounded. I'll give you an example. When I was in high school, I was running across the street and fell, and as a result, I scraped up my knees. Instead of treating it with peroxide and neosporin or going to the doctor, I chose to just put a Band-Aid on the wound. I thought just because I put a Band-Aid on the wound that it would heal. I was young and dumb. But the same Band-Aid on my knee, I left it on there for several days and I never took it off. Eventually, I realized that my knee was still hurting, so I decided to take the Band-Aid off. But then I looked down and I saw little bumps popping up around the Band-Aid. When I took the Band-Aid off, I began to scream because my skin was starting to grow around the fabric of the Band-Aid. Quite painful. As I looked at my wound, I saw the original cut. I saw the new bumps indicated a major infection had taken place. When I showed it to my mom, she totally freaked and began to clean it and give me medicine to stop the infection. Once the wound finally healed, I was left with several scars as reminders of my stupidity of not treating a wound properly. But here's the thing. Our life is just like this. We get hurt. We don't get checked out, we don't consult the Holy Ghost for healing and or our spiritual counselors, we don't go to people and ask for forgiveness or repentance or tell them that we forgive them. Instead, we put a band-aid on our wounds and expect it to heal. We walk away from it and pretend it doesn't hurt. But here's the thing, the more we run from something or we cover it up, it comes back to haunt us, whether it's the same wound or situation or it festers into other places in our life and begins to become infected. We see this with people that had too many bad relationships as a young person and when they finally find the right one, they're messed up or too busy trying to protect themselves that they either miss or mess up what God has bought in their life. We see this with kids who grow up to be adults and have parents who were difficult to be around. But then they grow up full of resentment and unforgiveness and it trickles to people all around them. A wound in your soul that's not healed turns into an infection that only the Holy Ghost can heal. Here's the thing. We are all part of God, a piece of his spirit. We live in a body and we have a soul and that soul is our mind. And if it's not cared for, it can cause 
lasting damage. When people do us wrong, most of us either react and try to get them back or we bury it or try to run from it instead of going to God and that person and expressing how we truly feel. As a result, we hold on to the hurt. We don't let it go. The problem with this is that we are not designed to carry those burdens. We are designed to allow God to fight our battles for us. Exodus 15 and 16 says, God is a fighter, pure God. Through and through Pharaoh's army, he dumped into the sea. The elite of his officers, he drowned in the Red Sea. Wild ocean waters poured over them. They sink like a sock in the day's deep blue sea. Your strong right hand, God, shimmers with power. Your strong right hand shudders the enemy. You smash your enemies. This verse is literally saying, I got your back. You don't have to retaliate because I will handle your enemies. An enemy against you is an enemy against Christ. The Bible says, touch not my anointed one. The moment you submit to God and accept him as your savior, you become a daughter, a son in the kingdom. That means your daddy got your back. The one person in the Bible that I could think about that had soul wounds galore was Moses. Moses' mom was forced to give Moses up for adoption so he wouldn't get murdered. He grew up with a stepbrother who hated him and took him for granted. He watched his people, family, get mistreated every day. Then when he tried to help them and murder them, definitely the wrong way to handle his battles, they turned against him. He ran away into the desert carrying the burden of not being wanted, not being loved, not having a place or a family. Now he's a murderer, so he's carrying the weight of his wrongdoing. He's carrying all of this and he's running fast and he's running far. One thing after another has infected his life and caused him to move from the very position that God created him to be in. But then God intervenes and he says, stop, you're on holy ground. Take off your shoes. God stopped Moses in his tracks with his soul wounds. He made Moses get vulnerable and fall to the ground. He told Moses he had a purpose and a destiny and gave him a mission. Moses didn't want to go back to the place he was wounded. Moses didn't want to get vulnerable and take off his shoes. Moses stuttered when he talked and he didn't understand how God could take him with all of his weaknesses, all of his brokenness and use him for his glory. But even with his reluctancy, he got up and he obeyed God and God used him to perform signs and miracles and wonders. He used him to free his people. Yes, he was met with uncertainty, but he still did it. 
Yes, he carried all these burdens, but he allowed God to heal every wound so he could go on an assignment for him. Now think about this. Originally, Moses had all these wounds and was on the run. In other words, he had all of these insecurities and didn't know what he truly possessed. He didn't know he was a child of the God, of the King. You know, I did a podcast recently on who told you you were naked. And this reminds me so much of the story of Adam and Eve that I talked about in that podcast. Let's revisit it for a minute. Adam and Eve was in the Garden of Eden where they were walking around the garden naked and happy. But then the snake came and he lied to Eve. He got in her ear and as a result, she disobeyed God and was kicked out of the garden, her and Adam. But before they were kicked out, they began to feel shame as a result of their nakedness. And God said, who told you you were naked? God was asking them, who told you you were ugly? Who told you that you were not talented? Who told you that you were not destined? Who told you that you were incapable? He did this same thing with Moses. Who told you you were incapable of talking to Pharaoh? Who told you that you were incapable of freeing my people? I designed you. I know you. I know what you're incapable of. Why are you letting them lie to you? The soul wounds that we carry often lie to us and make us insecure. People's words and actions hurt and they make us forget who we're called to be. Sometimes it's those closest to us that hurts us the most. Sometimes it's those that just adds to the burdens that we already carry. Maybe one action after another action after another action, we just carry it and it just becomes such a burden, creating wounds on top of wounds on top of wounds and in causing infections to grow where God designed us to be life. We have to constantly ask ourselves, who told us we were naked? Who has wounded us? Why do we act the way that we do? Why do we have such barriers up, such boundaries up? Why does it hurt? What is this pain attached to? When we can get to the nitty gritty of the why in which we act the way we do, it's going to go back to a wound that we had sometimes when we were just itty bitty. The way we do this is to get vulnerable with God, saying, God, this hurts. This is such a painful situation. I can't deal with this anymore. God, you take over. You heal me. God, give me strategy to move forward. Lord, help me to forgive and let this go. When Moses finally got it together and moved in obedience, God used him to help his people. He healed him of his soul wounds. Now, Moses, like most of us, 
did have a problem. As he encountered more problems with the Israelites, he often allowed more soul wounds to develop. This happened throughout the duration of his life. And those soul wounds often manifested in the form of anger. Where you see him breaking the Ten Commandments and then having to go rewrite them. His anger later cost him his access into his promised land. Now, here's the thing. Dealing with soul wounds is a constant thing. It doesn't just happen overnight. And sometimes we keep getting wounded, just like Moses. But we get to decide how we're going to handle our battles. Can you imagine? If Moses would have dealt with his soul wounds, then he probably would have been able to access the promised land. Don't let your temper get the best of you. It's attached to something. Figure out what it's attached to. Break it down. Get vulnerable. Ask God how to fix it. Are we going to continue to allow the hurts of our past to influence our present? Or are we going to follow directions and allow God to lead us into our promised land? Don't let your soul wounds become infected and ultimately prevent you from reaching the places you are destined to be. Do a critical assessment, check yourself, and follow the Holy Ghost. Allow Him to move you into the promised land. Don't fight your battles with your fists. Fight your battles on your knees. The sooner you release, the sooner you forgive and say, I forgive you, I let it go, all is well. The sooner God can take over and the sooner you can get to your promise. So let go. It ain't worth it. See yourself healed. Forgive that person. Yes, they hurt you. Yes, they stepped on your toes. Yes, they did you wrong. Yes, they lied to you. Yes, they left you. They manipulated you. But it's all good because God always has the last word. Refuse to be wounded. Let God heal your wounds so you can get close to your promise. Now look, don't try to cover up your wounds either and pretend that they don't exist. Just because you don't acknowledge them doesn't mean that they're not there. So you know what you have to do? Get on your knees and get vulnerable. Go talk to that person. Go talk to God. Go talk to the Holy Ghost. Ask them for wisdom and discernment. My mom used to pray a prayer over my sister. And I, every single day before we went to school, it went like this. Lord, whatever is not of you, let it roll off my back like water on a duck's back. So today I'm declaring that over each and every one of you who listens to this podcast. I declare that God frees you from every soul wound, that he covers you from every trap of the enemy, and that he blocks every attack that that comes against you blocks everything that comes your way nothing will be able to penetrate your holy skin and that you have a hedge of protection over you all the days of your life 
that favor follows you, that grace follows you, that God's love prevails over you. That every soul wound begins to become healed in the name of Jesus. That they become revealed and healed in the name of Jesus. That they won't even leave a scar. They won't even be remembered. I declare that those you have not forgiven, you will be able to forgive with ease. That that you couldn't let go, you will be able to let go today. I declare that God has the last word on all of your situations and that you will prevail. I declare this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Holy Ghost in Me. This is Lil Joy, just that shy girl from the boot following the Holy Ghost. I'll catch you next time on the Holy Ghost in me. Bye, y'all.